0: the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time
1: in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories,
0: two great stories that get told. Joining me on the show, Cadence Grace, Stacey Zeggers, and Anne Chaplin, known together as Runaway Angel. Each of these artists found success in music on their own, and now they've teamed up to become the next big country group in Canada. They were nominated for four Country Music Association of Ontario Awards last month, including group or duo of the year. Their debut EP will be released this spring and features the lead single that's out at radio now called Run, Angel, Run. Welcome to the show, Cadence, Stacy, and Anne. Thank you. Hi. Thank you. It is so great to have doing? all three of you on the show. Welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: We have a lot to talk about, and of course, we've got uh, several songs to play. Three songs, in fact. I'm so excited because each, each song kind of shows a different side of the group, and we'll get to that. And I know your fans out there are dying to hear because you've done other interviews, of course, before, but there's always something new to learn and uh, find out about uh, you three awesome ladies. First of all, congratulations uh, four nominations at the CMAOs, plus, you were up there presenting an award.
2: Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, we were pretty honored, and we were overwhelmed to be nominated with the with the people we were
3: nominated with. It was huge for us. Mm-hmm. Definitely a groundbreaking What's, moment for sure. Not something we expected to happen. That's
2: that's for sure.
0: <laughs> What's it like to be recognized by your province, the the Country Music Association of Ontario, at this point in your careers? Because you're still pretty early on as a group. <laughs>
2: We we were it was the we're pretty honored that's for sure. It's, um Ontario was huge and we we feel like we're such a family here too. So it's really nice to see everybody and everybody's genuinely happy for each other. So it felt it felt great. It really did. It felt like a Grammy nom. <laughs>
0: And of course you were you were humorous during the uh presentation of the award at the CMAOs and Wendell Ferguson of course wrote that script, but Anne, you played sort of the, the funny girl in the group and I guess that is your role, right, Anne? You're the comedian.
2: Uh more so my misadventures, i s I'm sure, are comedic <laughs> for the other girls. <laughs> I mean and you're and all very funny. Fun. But Anne, really, kinda, really you've got a certain
0: you've got a zany kind of humor, don't you?
2: I guess,
0: I guess. You could call it that. Well, it was awesome, and uh, as I mentioned, the EP is coming out this spring. Let's talk a bit about it. Actually, let's go back a bit before that, because people always want to know how a group was formed and and how all three of you met. So I'll just give a brief summary, and then I'll I'll let you start, Cadence. But Cadence and Stacy met uh, at CMT Karaoke, which happened back in 2009. Karaoke star on CMT, that television show, which was great. And then Cadence met Ann at CCMA Week in 2011, and that's how you guys all kind of met, and then the group was formed. But, Cadence, you start off by filling us in on a bit more.
3: Actually, I'm going to let Stacy take this one because she totally takes the credit for it. Awesome. Well, <laughs> take it away, I Stacey. It. I'm not trying to take the credit. I just um, No, no, I didn't mean it like that. I mean, like, all the credit is owed to Stacey because we wouldn't be a group without her. We mean she deserves the credit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there go.
4: Um, Yeah. it was kind of my brainchild a bit after Cadence and I met, uh, like you said, in 2009. We stayed in, in touch and we became friends. And it was a couple of years after that that her and I were actually in Nashville at the same time. And we ended up going. I never sing karaoke. It was sort of random that I was on that CMC show. But we, uh, we ended up going out for karaoke um, at the Holiday Inn in Nashville. And I just after that it just kind of had this like feeling in my gut like oh you need you need to start a group and I and I really love and respect Cadence. I think she's one of the best singers around and I, I kinda of bugged her about it. I really if I was gonna be in a group like she was my number one choice and uh so let her take over the story from there.
5: <laughs> so yeah Stacy
3: kind of uh texted me for, for quite a while uh, probably over about the period of eight months and kind of tried to get me into the idea and it was at a point in my career where I was kind of not sure what I wanted to do next as a solo artist And uh, and it kind of just eventually she messaged me and it was like this surf moment at like exactly the right time and it was like, Yeah, you know what, I think I'm ready to give this a try and I really love and respect Stacey too and the idea of being in a group with anybody else probably would have been a lot more scary to me, but I knew that we always got along and had so much fun together that it would, you know, just be fun no matter what. So and, yeah, and then, find, I uh, just jo- find
0: joining Runaway Angel, Anne, at, at the very beginning? Because I remember, actually, we did an interview, maybe it was a couple of years ago now, and the news was just coming out about this new group, and you shared it on the show. What was it like for you, Anne?
2: Uh, it, was, well, it was great, for one thing. But uh, like you said, I was still kind of uh, in the middle of my own stuff at the time when it came out, and I just made the conscious decision that to follow my gut. I knew that we had this great thing happening, and I really respected the girls. So it was a bit scary because I was, again, I was in the middle of my press, where I just put a lot of time and effort into my own stuff. But sometimes you really just have to go where the wind takes you. It sounds a little silly, but it it was a pretty easy decision, actually. Now, at what point
0: did the three of you realize that the harmonies were so great, because it's one thing to run into each other uh, in a situation and like each other and feel that you're fast friends and all that and want to do music, but at, at what point, and I'll, I'll let you answer this first, Cadence, at what point did the three of you realize, hey, this really works, our three voices go well together? Uh,
3: I, to be honest with you, I think like the the voices was like the last piece of the puzzle for us because I knew that I got along really well with Stacey and I knew that I got along really well with Anne and I knew that they were both really talented in their own right. So I think kind of we just had this moment where it all clicked for us when we uh, got together for the very first time, the three of us at Stacy's Sister's Farm and we wrote a song together and we were just kind of hanging out and getting to know each other as a group and just kind of jamming and it just really felt right and uh, I think it's just really continued to feel that way like never at any time have I questioned like if we were doing the right thing or if we were on the right path because most of the time I don't even care I'm having so much fun that I don't think about that stuff anymore so I think that's how it's shifted for me
0: now, as yeah. far as the name of the group, Runaway Angel, it's a great name, and there is a song, Run Angel Run. What came first? Did the name kind of spin out a Run Angel Run, or Stacy? I'll let you tell us where you came up with the great name for the group.
4: Yeah, we um, we again with my sort of vision of having a trio, I really wanted it to be like for branding purposes something to do with angels. Uh, we made the conscious decision to make it singular because we're a unit we're a group and we feel like that really showed that um so when we were throwing right. away or throwing around song or name ideas uh one that stuck for like a bit but didn't feel quite right was actually Run Angel Run as a band name and then but mm-hmm. it still wasn't didn't feel like a hundred percent and then when it was like Runaway Angel it was sort of like the, the obvious choice and we so we feel like Run Angel Run is our own personal anthem you know if uh if I were to die tomorrow, then uh, I'm so glad that Run Angel Run is, like, the brief moment in time to, to show who we are as a group. I think it shows, up off, shows us off perfectly.
0: I think it's great when a group or an artist can have a song that's an anthem for for the people in the group, also for listeners who, you know, will hear that song. That'll become their anthem. Are, are, are all three of you fans of Other artists who have released anthems, I mean, if we think of Ontario, we have Michelle Wright and her, you know, recent song Strong is an anthem. And maybe we'll start with you, Ann. What is it about songs that become anthems that can really help us along in our lives?
2: Well, there's there's something amazing about songs that are very anthemic, that they can bring you back to a place or a time. And sometimes hearing them can, can remind you why you're doing something, kind of remind you who you are a bit. Bring back feelings of joy, or whatever it is about. But they're they're so important, and I think everybody has one of those songs, and I definitely have a few of them. Uh, and like, I hope you dance is probably one of them. Every time I hear it, I feel really. It takes away any doubt I have around me and makes me feel really glad that I'm following my passions. And uh, so yeah, I love. I that's love a great song. I'm glad that we have one for other people. Hopefully. I think that it
0: will become an anthem. Not only that, but the video is. Wonderful. And uh, Stacey, tell me a bit about the video. People can check it out on iTunes and at, uh, or or at uh, YouTube rather, and at cmt.ca. How much fun was it shooting the video for Run Angel Run?
4: Yeah, first of all, like a huge credit to do to David Burchette. He, um, so, so easy to work with, he a hundred percent of the time was like, "What is your vision? What do you girls want to do?" and just kind of you know made made our vision come to life basically we We spent two days in Nashville filming it um it was a really quick process, and uh yeah, we just we had so much fun like dressing up and getting all girly, and then also we had a showcase in Nashville that he filmed and and put into it as well so you know what it was just everything i I love about music and everything I love about the industry we got to do for that video so it was it was amazing.
0: What about for you, Anne?
2: Well it was one of my it was probably my first video, so thankfully, the girls had done more. Cadence had done a lot of videos, so she really helped. Helped me like go make that face. It, it looks terrible on camera. And so I tried to do it with the girls, and thank God they were there because I'm not I'm not very natural on camera. So uh, yeah, <laughs> it was fun and I learned a lot. It takes a
0: while to become uh, comfortable in front of the camera, right? Because it's a whole other experience. You're trying to be natural without looking like you're trying.
2: Yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but you you you're yeah, you, great at uh, the online promotion, social media. You do some fun videos, you do sort of about runaway angels so people can see who 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 you are. That's so important these days, isn't it? Because, you know, compared to 20 years ago or 10 years ago, uh online and social media is a big way to promote music. It's, it's yeah,
3: honestly one of the things that we feel like really levels the playing field for us because, I mean, obviously, even though we're signed to Southbound, we're still an independent act, and at the end of the day, we have to fund uh, a lot of the projects that we want to pursue. So we feel like social media, in a sense, has really allowed us to kind of get on the same playing field with some of the majors out there and build, like, a really strong fan base and really broadcast, like, a, a clear brand for ourselves while we grow as a band along the way. It lets you, like, really communicate with people in a way that didn't exist before. You know, people can message you directly and be like, hey, your song sucks, or like, hey, we like your song. And, you know, you you can reply directly back to them and really forge, you know, that bond. And there's so many opportunities there to connect that, that were never there before. Absolutely.
0: And for you, Stacey, uh Cadence mentioned brand. What is the Runaway Angel brand? How would you define that?
4: Um, gypsy rock stars. <laughs> uh, <I love> <laughs> yeah, we've um, the ne- yeah that is totally accurate. The the <laughs> the gypsy kind of the look that we're going for is just about our. It kind of comes back to our freedom and our our free spirit. So um,
3: yeah, that's that's what I would say. It's it's hard to like come up with like a look when you're. <laughs> mashing together three solo artists that really did have their own individual style for a long period of time so we kind of had to come up with a brand not just like clothing wise that we wanted to kind of cohesively follow along with but like what we wanted to communicate to other people in terms of like what was important to us because we all have different like strengths and we all have different passions too so it's kind of like Mm -hmm. that's where we found like a common ground that we all felt comfortable and, and really happy being ourselves
0: I want to turn to some music now, Uh, one of the three songs we're going to share. And when we come back, we'll talk more about each of your individual influences in Nashville and songwriting. We'll get into all that, but let's turn the first song we'll play is our story which is the first song we would have heard from runaway angel i guess sometime in 2014 it's available at itunes along with uh all the other songs on the show or at least two of the three will be available uh tell me about our story and maybe i'll start with you ann and i'll let you each mention something about the song before i share it
2: uh well it was the first time i met stacy actually so cadence and i went up to stacy's sister's farm and we met and uh it was really sweet. Cadence wanted to write a song for her lovely fiancé, and we did. And we wrote a song that we all loved, and it was a really nice experience. It was actually my first co-write ever. Oh, wow. <laughs> so so it, was, it, was, it was one of the things that solidified for me that I was in the right place. But I'll pass it on to Cadence.
3: No, I think that's, that's pretty much it. And got it. Like, <laughs> yeah, a, a really key song for us. My my cheap birthday present started it all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a beautiful song and it definitely showcases the harmonies and everything else that's great about Runaway Angel. We'll share it now and come back and we have lots more to talk about with Cadence, Stacy, and Anne. This is our story on In the Country. Mm-hmm.
1: On our second date, when I was looking at your face, I knew rapping, right and there you were worth a love song. You took me out for ice cream, your truck ran out of gasoline, the moonlight was a map back to my door. So many songs.
0: song from Ontario's Runaway Angel. That is called Our Story. And uh, you can find them online at RunawayAngelMusic.com, as well as, of course, Facebook and Twitter, all the social media sites. And uh, great to have all three of you here. Let's talk about your influences. And, Cadence, I'll start with you. And uh, some of these answers uh, I got from the uh, CMAO article I did on you uh, last month, the interview we did. And, Cadence, your influence, one of your main ones, is your mom.
3: Yeah, that's true. My mom and even my grandma, they both were always really musical. And my dad, um, both, uh, my my parents are divorced, so both my uh, real dad and my stepdad are musically inclined as well. And I think my family was always just a really big inspiration to me, and they always supported what I was doing. My mom and grandma always told me that they wanted to be singers when they grew up, and they didn't do that. And I kind of really uh, feel very blessed and grateful to be able to be doing this still
0: pretty amazing and stacy you had mentioned in that article jewel was one of your early influences shania as well because she proved uh i guess a canadian girl could make it big but tell me about jewel first of all what what how she inspired you
4: oh well, i just remember being a young girl and um you know she was really young when when she kind of made it as a singer songwriter with very folky type music. And so I was in grade 12 or not grade 12. I was 12 at the time. And uh, I had a, uh, my dad bought me a guitar and I didn't know how to play it. And I had a a teacher, Miss Giampa in grade seven, who at lunchtime sometimes would teach me like cheater chords and i just love the whole idea of you know playing guitar and, and writing your own songs. so that's when it all started for me but it was because you know this woman came out onto the scene and, and wrote her own songs and played her own guitar and that that was huge for me
0: yeah i love Jules' music she's got such a pretty voice and had uh those meaningful songs that she had out and i think reading about her at the time she came from a pretty um tough background i guess to, to get to where she was
4: Yeah, Alaska, and I think her family just kind of floated around a bunch, so uh, there was a time when she Mm -hmm. lived in in her car, I believe, and Shania, very very similar, you know, kind of grew up in the middle of nowhere, worked in, uh, she did tree planting, worked in forests, and and just, she had no choice, like, no one was helping her her out, she just had to work her ass off for it, and and it worked out for both of them, so that was just, you know, maybe that's where I got my... uh, my persistence and my hard work ethic from because my two main influences, I saw how hard they had to work or, you know, heard how hard they had to work.
0: Yeah. Well, that is a great lesson because, I mean, we we all – hear these artists who come on the radio, and I've talked about this before, We all, a lot of people assume that they're an overnight success because all of a sudden one day you hear their song, and meanwhile there's ten years or more of hard work leading up to that, uh, that one moment that uh, changes everything. So those are great uh, role models. Now for Ann, for you, Anne, I understand your mom is a great influence as well in music for you. She is.
2: Um, I didn't really... Think about it before, and actually, you asked the question. I was like, Well, I guess I learned harmonies from my mom, and uh, she was always harmonizing with things either in church or just with songs on the radio or on the record player because, yes, we listen to records, and and it's amazing that gets into your ear early, and it really influenced me. And mm-hmm. She was always singing, she, we had tons of instruments in the house. My sister's very musical, my brother's very musical, my dad tries very hard, <laughs> he's not really that musical, but he. He respects it, and uh, growing up in, with with that in the house was, was huge. And I know I probably wouldn't have pursued it if it wasn't instilled in me in that sense.
0: Now let's uh, turn our thoughts to Nashville and uh, the great city of music, Music City, where... A lot of Canadians either move down to or visit and, and write songs, record, and get inspired and all that. Uh, we'll start with you, Cadence. We'll go Stacy and, and tell me just your thoughts on Nashville, what it means to you, and how important it's been to your career so far.
3: Um, I think Nashville was the first time I ever, like, didn't feel crazy, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> when you're, like, a musician and you're, you know, Getting older and you're one of really the only people still doing music out of your friends that were doing music, you start to question, like, like should I get a real job
5: at some point?
3: Like, should I grow up? Am I crazy? And then when I went to Nashville for the first time, I think it was just like this amazing experience where I felt like I wasn't alone, like it was just a town full of thousands of people that were just as crazy as me and suddenly it made your dream not seem so crazy. And I think it's just been a really inspiring place for me to go and it's been a great outlet for me to co-write. I've met some amazing people down there and I've really been able to develop my career and it's just been kind of one of those things that I always really look forward to going and, and kind of really hate leaving.
4: Yeah, same. Um, my first time when I went there, I uh, I went with a couple other singer songwriters from Ontario, uh, Shelley Raston being one of them. And uh, yeah, I just felt like I f- I had found this place where everyone, you know, if you're like a doctor and and you find a town where everyone in the town is a doctor. Like, you just feel like you belong there. I felt like that with Nashville. And the cool thing about that place is, like, nobody's there to take you down. Everyone really supports each other because nobody knows who's going to be the next Shania and nobody knows who's going to be the next Taylor Swift. So they're all very, very supportive of each other because you don't want to tear somebody down and then, you know, in a week they sign a record deal and all of a sudden (laughs) they're writing hit songs and, you know, getting hits on the radio. Then chances are they're not going to, you know songwrite with you or whatever, so it's mm-hmm. a it's a really really cool place, that being said, I love coming home and I think there's a ton of talent in ontario as as well for writing and for for musical you know everything musical, so it's nice to come home
2: <laughs> um I, yeah i just I went to Nashville the first time and I was just by myself, and it was I was pretty busy, but there was definitely something. it's really humbling because everybody's so good so it kind of makes you want to up your game so as much as you feel like you're you're home you know what i mean and and you're again like cadence says you're not crazy like all these people have the same kind of passions as i do and it's not it makes you feel like your dreams aren't that crazy but at the same time everybody's really good and you're like wow i'm not that good (laughs) So it makes you want to get better. It's very humbling. It, it's very, very humbling. But And like Stacey said, everybody's super supportive, not just because that you don't know who's going to make it, but because, you know, like the the quality of the music on the radio, the better it is, the better it makes all of us look. So my might as well mm-hmm. stick together and support each other, and we genuinely care how each other do, and it's really great. And they have great pizza in Nashville also. <laughs> Which is
4: yes, yeah. and, 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 and Mexican. and Mexican, and yeah. Mexican. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's a uh, what's a couple of favorite venues for anyone who hasn't been there or who has been? What uh, maybe if each of you throw at a place that you love to eat when you're there?
4: I think we all love Two Boots and Mafia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like nobody steals Two Boots. That's mine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just discovered yeah. it. Like last time we were there, Danik, uh Two pals told us about it, and we went. We were like first bite in, we're all like besties ever, hinged
0: down.
4: Oh, yeah! Papios
3: <laughs> is pretty good, too.
0: Yep, yeah, yeah. That is awesome. Always great to hear uh, the thoughts on Nashville and what it means to an artist's career. I've got a uh, Nashville connection here. We just made it. I dialed here. I'm not sure if you heard the dialing music or not, but welcome to the show, Patricia Conroy. <laughs> hey, hey how, how are you? Hi, <laughs> Surprise! What is a
5: Surprise! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Hi, girls. What are you doing? Hi. <laughs> what? Hey, what's guys?
4: up? <laughs> this is so exciting.
0: Let's start, Patricia. Maybe tell us a bit about your experience with Runaway Angel, because I know you've ridden with them and hung out with them.
5: I have. They're absolutely no fun at all. <laughs> 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 no, they're uh-huh. like a, they're a tri- they're a triple threat. They're like gorgeous girls. They sing like angels, and they're they're great writers. I mean, I I really think we got some wonderful songs, and uh, made three new friends. Yay! Aww. Yay! Thank <laughs> <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> no, yeah. it was awesome. I mean, every everybody's very musical. Uh, the ideas were were really flowing around the room, and uh, I'm I'm really like this. I got a favorite, but you know everybody has their favorite. A uh, song call, called Easy, but um, I love everything we wrote, and I love everything they're doing. Oh, yeah, you. I love Easy, too. Such a nice
2: surprise. Everyone loves Easy.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm lovable. <laughs> I'm sweet. You are lovable
0: Patricia. You are, are so loved by musicians and people everywhere and uh, the CMAOs were awesome. You were there and you won the award along with the other writers on it uh, the sm- with the Small yes. Town Pistols. I only smoke when I drink, which is an awesome song. I love that one.
5: Oh, yeah, I love it too. Um and I so cool. I adore the Small Town Pistols. Yeah, they're just they're super cool. You know, they they just keep, you know, hit, hitting the boundaries and breaking them down and and just making the music they love, and I was so proud to be a part of that song and, and winning it, so, you know, yay. Yeah, <laughs> and
4: I don't know if you remember this, Patricia, but the day after I think you wrote that with them was the first time we all wrote together,
5: and you told us that song.
4: And we And I remember being like, that is such an amazing title. Like, I want to steal Oh, that I
5: love that, that that's a connection. I, I <laughs> forgot completely yeah, yeah, yeah. you wrote the day after. That's Patricia so cool. Patricia Conroy you is girls. a
3: legit hit machine, people.
5: Oh well, you know, <laughs> sure. I'm really lucky. I think I'm really lucky. I'm, I'm writing with some just wonderfully talented people, you know. So I mean, it's 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 my luck and my pleasure to be able to do it. And I'm so excited for you girls getting out thank there. No been waiting to do this for a while, you know. Like like really get out and have Canada hear your music, and they're just gonna fall in love with you. Aww, Aww, thank so thank you so So much. sweet. So sweet. <laughs> it's a love fest a yeah. then, The harmonies.
2: first time we rolled, we rolled up to write with Patricia She was so
5: sweet yes. She looked at, took one
2: look at the car we had driven to Nashville And she looked like <laughs> owls or anything <laughs> I love it
5: You were like the Beverly Hillbillies No, it was awesome <laughs> <laughs> It's great Their well, harmonies so are
0: extraordinary, extraordinary. Patricia, their harmonies I mean, have you heard harmonies like theirs? I just love the way the voices go together
5: no, they're very special and, and unique, and I think their songs are too, and I, I I love the direction they're going in. And, of course, you know, I, I love writing with female writers in particular because I can really relate to their stories and, and, and the stuff we're writing about. And to have three women like that who get along so well and, and sing so well together, it's just I think it's a really cool thing for, for Canada, and I hope you break out of Canada too. Aww. I hope you make it big. <laughs> worldwide, girls, worldwide. Show that them what Canada awesome. can do.
3: Thank you. <laughs> We'd be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you. <would>. <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, I've got You'll to hear be Patricia. Very, before. Very happy
3: to know that we're pretty sure Easy's gonna end up
5: on the, the oh, album. Ooh, I love uh, that song so much. <laughs> yeah.
3: And I, I've about played it for some easy. people.
5: It's really good. I've I played it for some people. I hope you girls don't mind. And everybody's in love with that song.
3: No. Oh no. yeah, I'm glad. No. We've been getting
5: this Yeah. 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 I'm actually like probably twenty feet away from Beverly Mahood. She's oh, down here writing. Currently. Her, yeah. So I will I'm <laughs> <laughs> I came in I came inside here to uh we were sitting by the pool, but I came inside to to do the uh the interview, but she said, Tell them I said oh, I wish them luck. Uh, and she's she's uh, she knows about Yeah, she knows about all girl groups, so you know, she thinks you've got yeah. it but uh, yeah, yeah, she definitely. totally sends it. We love her. Yeah. Yeah, we love her. It was
0: great great to see Lace reunited uh, at the opening of the CMAOs uh, a couple of weeks ago. That was amazing.
5: It was amazing. That was pretty
2: really
3: cool. It got us some idea right? for
5: choreography, too. <laughs> totally. I know. Did you check yeah.
3: that out? That <laughs> was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and the outfit. Sam's <laughs> outfit was so, oh, man, what a man. Sunny. Sunny.
5: Yeah, yeah. too bad yeah. she's not very good looking. Right? <laughs> right. I'm Jenna, I always really. She's like the best looking person for 20 years. Totally, she's adorable. Yeah. But this is about you guys and uh, Beverly sends you love and uh, congratulations and uh, go get them, girls. Aww, thank, thank you. you we will. We promise. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You take Thanks. care and Dave call, call. Dave call me every day, okay?
0: <laughs> I will do that. I'll give you a okay. wake up call. Thank you so much for being here. <gasps> no, no, now. no.
5: Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> i you
0: Yeah. Uh, Patricia Conroy, that was so cool to have her. Joining us on the show. thanks, That was
5: thanks,
2: such a Dave. nice surprise. That was, yeah, nice that was surprise. very
0: cool. So that was awesome, and I want to turn to "Run Angel Run," which is your current single. You have a video out for it as well. It's awesome. Uh, tell, and I know that you wrote this song with Olay Publishing's Bruce Wallace, who is a great writer. Uh, maybe Cadence. We'll start with you and do st- go with Stacy and Ann. We'll go in that order. Tell me a bit about uh, the song, and then I will play it.
2: I will I will go first. This is Anne because Cadence is figuring out what alarm is going off. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. this was uh again, we went into the room with Bruce and we said, Bruce, we really want to write a song called Run Angel Run. It was gonna be our name, but we decided against it and we just we love that title. We feel like we could come up with something really cool. <laughs> and he just jumped right into it and it was super, super <laughs> easy from there. I'll let Cadence take over now.
0: <laughs>
1: oh,
2: I'm dying. <laughs>
3: um Oh boy. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Bruce really, honestly, he's so gifted. Like, I had the pleasure of writing with him a couple times, and we went back uh, in Nashville last time and wrote with him again, and he just comes up with such amazing stuff. Like, he really busted out this just deadly chord and kind of, like, cool melody and just the exact groove I think we were all thinking of in our minds. And and the song was born. And the song was born. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's an amazing song, and this is the single out there now, so our listeners are encouraged to call their local country station and say they want to hear this song from Runaway Angel. It's called Run, Angel, Run on In the Country. Current single from Runaway Angel is called Run, Angel, Run. And, of course, the group is made up of my guests, Cadence Grace, Stacy Zeggers, and Ann Chaplin, all who had great careers in music on their own, and now they've teamed up for this super group called Runaway Angel. Uh, which you, you mentioned a bit about the EP with Patricia there, and one of the songs might be easy that all of you wrote together. Uh, tell me where the EP is at now. Do you have all the songs mixed, and what stage are you at? Uh, we are we
4: have we have a ton of songs recorded actually we have about 12 songs total recorded our issue maybe not a bad issue is that we're trying (laughs) to decide which six we want on it and it is an incredibly hard decision we love all the songs we've recorded some of us love some of them differently but um, and just, you know, trying to put the six songs on there that we feel like really represents us, number one, are great, number two, and um, just like a really good picture of a moment in time for us. So it's, it's hard when you keep writing and then you keep loving, falling in love with the new songs you write. <laughs> so uh, that, is our, that is our problem. <laughs> we need to stop <laughs> writing. <laughs> exactly.
0: And who is your producer on the songs? I think Jason Barry was on at least one of the songs.
3: So we've actually been really, really lucky. We've worked with some amazing producers in Canada. Like, we're really firm believers that Canada has some great talent of its own, and Jason was a fantastic um, person for us to work with. He really helped us kind of develop our sound and the direction we wanted to go in. And uh, Carol Cahooley uh, produced our story for us, of course. And then for some of the other songs on the EP, we actually had another Canadian producer, Adam Newcomb, um, do some demos of some songs that we had written in Nashville a few months ago. And they ended up, honestly, he just, like, blew them out of the water. They weren't demos. They were, like, songs. And we were like, so, album? (laughs) So I think that's (laughs) kind of where we're at. We're just uh, remixing a couple of them a little bit to the point where we feel like they're kind of cohesive with everything else. and And then we'll... We'll have a fantastic album with three amazing producers behind it.
0: That is so cool. I met Adam Newcomb through uh, Nicky English and Keith Robertson of Western Avenue and, and their own duo thing. And they actually did a song that I co-wrote with Nicky uh, Adam demoed. And you're right, he's an amazing, amazing producer.
3: Yeah, he's just fantastic. We really, really were not expecting, um, like, the caliber of songs that we ended up getting. Like, you know, I think we've all recorded demos and we really expected them kind of just to be the bare bones of the song just so we could really get our band to learn them. But they just were really phenomenal. He went above and beyond. And he's, you know, just like Jason and Carol, been a fantastic support to us. We we, are really, really incredibly blessed with how many people have stepped in along the way since we got started to help us in one way or another get where we are right now. Like, we could not have done this without all the amazing people that have believed in us and really, really uh, helped us more than a lot of people on the outside know because, you know, obviously we don't say a lot of that stuff out loud, but a lot of people have gone into the process of making Runaway Angel be where it is right now.
0: You really do need a team, don't you? I mean, we know – an artist or a group, and they're the ones at the forefront, the faces and the voices we we see and hear. But behind, you know, in your case, as you're saying, there is a team that without them, you you wouldn't have made it this far.
5: Yeah,
3: exactly. I mean, Stace, I'll let you elaborate on this one, but a team is, is so important.
4: A team, definitely, and also we're so lucky in the sense that the three of us have all very different strengths. So we're also with it, you know, aside from having a team behind us, we're also our own little mini team. Um, Cadence is amazing at styling. Like, all of the clothes you see in the photo shoots are pretty much hers. Like all the jewelry, all of that stuff. She knows how. She has a really great eye for that, and it comes down to like you know even the photography and the uh, our website. She does all our website and does all of our social media. Um, so if anyone's ever tweeting, chances are it's Anne who's responding, and that's why we sound so funny on social media because <laughs> Anne's being her hilarious self. And then my strength comes down to booking um, because I've played so many gigs on my own in, in the past. Um, I sort of have that type of stuff down. So I book a lot of our gigs. And uh, so we really, we're so lucky that our strength, when somebody has a weakness, it's like, you know, somebody else has that as a strength. So that's really worked out. Cassidy, our manager, she does so much work for us and works really hard and, you know, bringing different opportunities to the table. And then also at E1, um, who were distributed through, they're they're like, they go above and beyond distribution. They're so so great. Eric Ever is, God, I love that man so much. Um, mm. Yeah, there's,
3: there's, there's,
4: there's lots of people who work who work hard for us and like.
3: Yeah, you we're know, definitely just not just a trio. We're like uh, whatever the word for 16 people is. Sex, sex, watch,
0: <laughs> now yeah. you've. Uh, had a chance to play at uh, some pretty cool venues uh, over the last year or so, including Boots and Hearts, part of the Emerging Artist Showcase, Lucknow's Music in the Fields. When you get out on the stage on a huge stage like that, and there's so many people in the crowd, what is that rush like, the initial rush, and then when you're on the stage a while, what is, what is the high like?
3: Uh, without sounding self-incriminating, since I have never done
5: any <laughs> drugs in my
3: life, I can imagine that it would feel like that. Like being very high. It's just a rush of energy and excitement and, and, mm-hmm. and fantasticness all at once. Yeah, I,
2: I don't yeah, know how for, to describe it really. It's I, I get really nervous. So it's, it's good is good at staying calm and then Cadence and I are usually like falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> After, like, years, and I'm like, What's wrong with dangerous. you two? <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's a ton of energy to the point that i often i get really bad headaches sometimes when i get off stage from a big show because you have you have the adrenaline crash after so like after right. Bruce and hearts i had a huge yeah. headache
5: afterwards because
2: you build it up a so lot. much and it's this crazy yeah. rush of
3: whatever it is on stage
2: and uh you get off stage and
3: yeah, it's a disaster. <laughs> it, it, and and I get so nervous too that we can't really like eat like for a few hours before a show because our tummies are always so upset. So we like end up going almost like a whole day without eating half the time. And then sometimes when we play at like fairs and festivals, by the time we're done playing, all the places that sell food are closed, and we're like desperately searching for like food somewhere. Yeah, like, I no, <laughs> we pretty much <laughs> live off kind bars. Yeah.
0: What about and what about fans when you when you have? Sorry, go ahead.
4: No, I was just going to say, for me, the best part about being on stage is to finally be with two girls who, like, get it 100%. Like... I I love my band. I've loved playing as a solo artist in the past but you get off stage and you're like, all you want to do is hug and high five everyone. And it's kind of like your band's like, (laughs) that was great. And then you're like, but it was fun and great. Like it was absolutely amazing. And so it's so cool to like be on stage and I'm always on the right. to like look to my left and see those girls and we all have big smiles on our faces. And then after we get off stage, we're just like, get to freak out together. So that's really,
3: yeah. Always a pure love fest after shows. Yep. That is so
0: Cool. What about uh, having a chance to connect with your fans online and after a show, people who have have come to love your music and, and get a lot out of the songs? What is that feeling like to know that your music is connecting and then you're meeting the fans face-to-face?
2: That's Probably that's one of the best parts because the reason we're in this is because we connect with the music. And there's something really amazing about that, and that's one of the main reasons we do it like if we can help someone or make someone's day even make them dance, I mean that's a fantastic thing and we're we're really, really lucky and blessed and humbled that we can have that impact at someone, even in the smallest way. mhm. And again, like you said, that's a a great thing about social media these days. So people can actually tell us, you know, if if we don't catch them after the show and they don't have a chance to come up to us, then they can tweet us and we'll make sure we tweet back. And it's just a great moment for all of us when we get those tweets and we get those Facebook messages. And it really makes us feel validated that we're doing the right thing or in the right place at the right time and that everything's worth it.
0: Do you find it's important to be a role model in the sense that um, other uh, young singer-songwriters out there, especially females, would be looking up to you, and maybe whether it's fashion or the way you you act, just all those things. You feel it's important that uh, you can have that kind of positive influence on younger people.
3: Uh, I mean, I think that's a, a huge thing for us. We all have our own uh, like passions and kind of causes that we we're really supportive of, and I think um, in addition to you know getting our music out there. I think deep inside our hope is that we'll all be able to also be a vehicle for those causes that are really important to us. And we're kind of, you know, as we build our brand, we really want to build partnerships with those causes and kind of try to find ways to, you know, partner with them and and Mm -hmm. hopefully develop them as well as we develop us. And it's really important to us also that
2: we show girls that it's, it's, they should be happy to be themselves. We make sure that all the posts that we make, we if we do something really silly or we trip or we spill chocolate all over ourselves or, you know, like <laughs> we mess up our hair and then we just look ridiculous, we'll post that. We don't just post pictures of us looking all done up because a lot of work goes into photo shoots, let's face it. So we want to make sure people see that we're real people and that everybody's beautiful in their own way and that we're a positive role model for girls that are trying to find their way in the world. Because it's really hard these days with everybody always looking perfect all the time and acting perfect, and that's not real. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure we connect with people in a real way and not in a, a fabricated way, if that makes sense.
0: It does, and that is that is awesome to hear, because I think it's great. Not only the music you're putting out is wonderful, but you are uh, putting out that positiveness, if that is such a word, and I think that's great. Well, let's turn to one final song here on the show, the uh, third of the three songs. This one is called Around the Bend, and you wrote this with a great guy, a producer, songwriter, named Bo Fuller out of Nashville. Tell me a bit about uh, working with Bo and about the song. Bo is...
4: Yeah, sure. Bo is great. Like We we didn't know him very well before we went into our writing sessions, but I think on the first day we wrote with him, we wrote two songs, uh, one called Heart to Break, which we wrote really, really quickly and was like an upbeat, fun, kind of, before-he-cheat-Carrie Underwood-style song. And then uh, he played the intro, the guitar intro that you're going to hear uh, in the song, and he was just saying some words, and I remember I was sitting beside him, and he was like, "Around the bend," and I was like, "That's it, that's the hook," and we just built mm, a song wow. around it. And he's so—he's such a talented guy. It was really great writing with him, and and uh, yeah, this was inspired by by his idea.
0: Let's hear the song now, "Runaway Angel." The song is called "Around the Bend" on In the Country. <laughs>
1: Imperfect beauty
0: a beautiful song from runaway angel here on in the country it's called around the bend and of course runaway angel is cadence grace stacy Zegers, and and chaplin boy that is a beautiful song i love it
4: thank, thank you. you
0: i want to thank all three of you for being here what a pleasure to have all three of you on to share insights into uh where your music comes from and what you're all about and of course to share the songs and we look forward to the ep coming out this spring and Thank you all for being here.
5: Thank you so Thank you for much, Thank you so much. for everything you do.
0: The website is runawayangelmusic.com, where you can learn more about the group, and of course, a couple of the songs are available now at iTunes. My name is Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.